freedom uh, is part of what our message is as apostolics, as Christians, as Americans. And I know uh, there's controversy about <clears throat> borders and, and what are we doing and all of those kinds of things. But I want to tell you there, we are blessed as a nation. It was formed for religious freedom. Folks came, and if you look at the history, what a privilege it is to be able to exercise that uh, privilege to be in the house of the Lord. And I know right now there are countries, Singapore, etc., where they've been mandatory uh, lockdown, quarantine. We had it last year, and and uh, you know we may have it again this year. Who knows? But. Uh, the fact that we can still broadcast, the fact that we can get together in some kind of a group. We're blessed, folks, to be living in America. <clears throat> and unfortunately, it's very different from one coast to the other. And, and uh, I've talked to ministers that pastor in America that say, uh, uh, we're nothing like Ohio. We're nothing like this part of the country. Our, our part of the country is different, so we're, we're blessed. And I know uh, we have a great history here of preaching freedom. We're growing legacy, and we have a great history, and I want to welcome all of you and say happy 4th of July. That's what we're going to talk about today, is just the very fact that we have uh, freedom, and uh, happy 4th of July. That next slide, there, there it is. And uh, we normally uh, service, uh, whatever, we, we try to do a special service on uh, before July 4th or right around this, but today it happens to fall on the day of our independence and the history of all of that. What a privilege it is as a nation, and it's amazing that uh, a group of individuals that really had no uh, military training per se were able to uh, you know defeat the British and were able to establish a country and now for about 250 years we've been in existence so uh, as nations go we're a young nation but um, you know we've still helped the world with regard to World War II and others our military to help establish freedom and that's what uh, living for God was all about as a matter of fact Paul wrote in Colossians he said giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who delivered us from the power of darkness and whom trans and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. We know there's a spirit that is in the world. And Jesus mentioned it in John the 10th chapter. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And what's amazing is that here we are in a nation that experiences freedom and we personally are preaching freedom that in fact 
there is a freedom and a liberty in living for God. And the greatest liberty that you can ever experience is that your sins have been washed away. That your guilt, the shame, all of the stuff that you've done, you are able to say, Lord, forgive me and feel the washing, cleansing presence of Almighty God. That's a miracle. And I understand it is sometimes, you know, you, you may say, well, uh, I'm still human. And yet notice what that verse in Colossians says, hath destroyed, he hath, he hath delivered us from the power of darkness. I want to tell you, there is a darkness that is in the world that will encroach on every one of us. Yeah. And it doesn't take much. I mean, you know, uh, you've all experienced it, I'm sure. Just uh, whether it's uh, in a line at a grocery store and having somebody look at you if you're, and you don't know, am I too close? Am I too far? Uh, what's going on? And somebody's frustrated and, and you can hear it and they, it spills out and, uh, you know, I'm driving down the car and, and I, I'm mad and I'm honking the horn and, and this is happening and I, you know, I, I have to be honest, I, I turn into Wendy's yesterday at three o'clock not not at a busy time not at noon not at four not at five o'clock but at three o'clock and and I waited and 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 I finally said you know what weight broke the scale and I know what I would have been told. They don't have workers. They would have said, Sir, if I'd have gone in and I'd have slammed my fist down, I didn't, I didn't get out of the car. But if I'd have gone in and stomped my foot and said, What's going on? <clears throat> I'm sure it would have done nothing but add to their stress. Because what would have happened is they would have said, we're trying it because I've gone through some and they say, we can't even have the waiting room open. There's no workers. I've gone to Frisch's and others and they're looking for workers, looking for people, looking for people to hire. What are you saying? I am saying when, that, when those kinds of things, any kind of pressure, immediately there's a power that begins to grip our hearts and minds and individuals get angry and you wonder, well, why is there so much violence and why is there so much anger and why are there more people getting angry in the airports and angry on the at Wendy's counter and angry in the driving because there is a power of darkness but oh the Lord said I have come that you can be free from that power you can be a, a child of the light you can have light you can shine your light oh what a privilege we are that we are blessed with in fact what Paul wrote in Romans was he said, but now being made free from sin, we've become the servants of God. Now I know that that's a hard verse because it talks about being free from sin. And then that word in the King James says servants, he, he, he sort of, it's the same word as slave. He said you can either be a slave to sin or a slave to God. Wow, you're made free from sin, 
So you're a slave to God. You say, well, pastor, I don't, I don't want to be a slave. I don't want to be anybody's servant. I don't want to be anybody. I'm going to tell you something. You have only one of two choices, folks. Amen. You're going to serve somebody. Yeah. You will either serve this system, the world, yeah. all the things of the world. You'll serve the dollar. You'll serve the economy. Or you will serve God. You say, well, I have to go to work. Sure, but everything that I do, I do as unto the Lord. Why? Because I would rather serve Him. He is not cruel. He is not harsh. He is not a taskmaster that will beat me. He is one that's a loving Father. As a matter of fact, He said you'll become a servant of God in the 6th chapter of Romans and Paul further explains it in the 8th chapter he said therefore brethren we are debtors taught to live after the flesh but to live after the flesh you die but through the spirit mortify the deeds of the body you shall live for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are now the that's the kind of relationship the Lord wants to have I'm sorry it doesn't matter what president it is. It doesn't matter what governor it is. It doesn't matter how much I like the manager of Kroger's or of Giant Eagle. They're not family. Amen. <laughs> wow. You know, because family is a little bit different. And I'm thankful for our church family. I'm thankful for my family. It's good to have my folks here. And my... You know, in fact, I have to go see family this week. We have a niece getting married, but a family, that's important. But guess what? There's, I'm, I'm, I'm not in this world. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. They don't treat me like family. You know, I'm going to be driving and I... My wife called her mom and dad and said, we're coming in, we need to use your car. All right, here are the keys. Now, if I would have called the governor of the state of Arkansas, I'm flying in. I need to use your car. He'd have said, I'm sorry. You know? Now, you say, well, my family won't do that. Well, I, I understand. But let me tell you, there's something beautiful about the family of Almighty God and being a child of God. And here he said, here, mortify the deeds of the body. He goes on in the eighth chapter. You've not received the spirit of adoption again to fear. I, I mean, uh, the spirit of bondage to fear. But you've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba or Daddy, Father, a close, intimate relationship with Almighty God. Imagine the privilege and power that we have to have bold access into the presence of the God that made the universe. That's why whenever we pray for somebody, when we begin to believe, oh, they're going through it, but we know a dad that is able to do all things and to do them all well. That's the kind of God I serve, and he's my father. What a privilege that is. And then to say we're children, heirs, joint heirs. And that if we suffer with him, we'll be glorified. And I reckon that the sufferings of this world are nothing to be compared to the glory which shall be real, revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation. You know what? This whole, everything we're going through, coronavirus, everything we're going through. 
is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Why? Because everybody else is going to be frustrated and angry and, and, all, and overwhelmed and all. But guess what? There are going to be some folks that have experienced resurrection power. Oh, what am I telling you? I am telling you that you don't, I know your flesh, you may be bound by alcohol or drugs or you may have this problem or that addiction and it's a flesh but I'm here to tell you my daddy has the power that he can give you a capsule called the gospel whatever you want to call it the living water that can give you power to defeat every addiction, every habit. He can break every chain. I'm here to tell you, my father has freedom. He wants to offer you freedom today. There is resurrection power. If he has enough power to get up out of the grave, he has enough power to heal cancer, to be able to touch bodies, to break addictions. That's the freedom that our God has. You say, oh, well, but you don't understand. I'm just so worried and I'm troubled and I'm worried. Now, we got the Delta variant and we've got folks that are, oh, I'm so frustrated, I'm worried. You know what? This world has no peace. Right. Isaiah said it like this, there is no peace under the wicked. But when you are, Paul wrote in Romans, being justified by faith, we have Peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you saying? I'm saying even though you're going through something, there is a peace. I, I, I've been, Sister Laylee and Brother Tracy have been going through it and one situation after another. And, and yet they'll, they'll text and we pray and, and then they'll report, you know what, we just felt the peace of God. What are you talking about? That can only come through the presence of the Holy Ghost. And there are others. Brother Galoni, Brother Richard Luzader. I, I can go through Sister Grace Williams uh, that have gone through stuff in the physical. And yet what happens is because of the freedom of the Lord, there is all of a sudden a peace. When Paul wrote in the Romans, the fifth chapter, for they that are of the flesh mind the flesh, they that are after the spirit mind the spirit. For to be carnally mind is death but to be spiritually minded is what life and peace so if you don't have any peace say my mind is being brainwashed by the world Lord wash my brain filling me up with the spirit so I can be full of life and peace. Last slide. So Philippians says, in, in the Phillips translation, it says it like this. Don't worry over anything, whatever. Tell God every detail of your needs in earnest and thankful prayer. And the peace of God, which transcends human understanding, you can't get this. And I, I appreciate the field of counseling and psychology. And I've been trained in some of that. But this goes beyond human understanding. The peace of God will keep constant guard over your emotions, over your thoughts as they 
Rest in Christ. Brother Nick read it this morning. If the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. Stand fast therewith, and therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. What a privilege it is. You don't have to be blown about by every wind and every emotion. And I know it, it can be overwhelming. And then you pick it up, the, the newspaper, you pick up a, a report and this report and that report. Huh? Have you ever felt like you don't even have to go to Kings Island to ride a roller coaster? Just listen to the news. Huh? But there's a freedom. Sometimes I found myself just turning it off and closing the app and just saying, Lord, let me just play the word for a moment. Why? I want the peace of God. Let's just raise our hands right now. You can have that this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.